to Say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms, but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. If you are still searching for that perfect gift, don't forget about May Wearable Art. Lightweight jewelry, handmade to inspire. You can find May Wearable Art in local boutiques or online at wearmay.com. That's wearmay.com. Today, we are speaking with Nashville native Hugh Hauser. He has established himself as the city's premier event designer and lifestyle expert. As the co-owner of H3 Events, Hugh is the go-to expert for events and for weddings of A-list celebrities that include actress Nicole Kidman, country superstars like Winona, Reba, Jake Owen, George Strait, Martina McBride, Kenny Rogers. Oh my goodness, it goes on and on. He's been featured across the country on CMT, ABC TV, People Magazine, InStyle Magazine, USA Today, Brides, and so many more. He's now on the road with his hysterical comedy, Hugh Larius. It's all branded. He's all a thing. We cannot wait for you to join us as we say it Southern with Hugh Hauser. So excited to have on the podcast today one of my old dear friends, Hugh Hauser from Nashville. Good morning, darling. Hello, my angel from heaven. <laughs> Listen, we, this is a repeat, Sarah. Repeat. We actually recorded Hugh way before the pandemic. Before, I mean, it was maybe our first or second. It was our second interview that we ever did. Okay. Yes. And did it ever know, air? No, no. Because you know what we did? Did y'all lose the tape? We deleted it. Yeah, we deleted okay. it. Or maybe it was okay. never recording. It I'm was not the sure. sound, the sound. Remember, yes. the sound went right. Listen, we had just cut our teeth. We had just finished YouTube University about how to do a podcast. <laughs> Was it on, uh, I was going to say, was it on vinyl? Yeah, right. It was on vinyl. We were trying to scrub it and get it over. But anyway, we're just glad to have you with us now. Thanks for coming back again. Yeah. I'm I'm honored. I am tickled. Um, It's early in the morning for me, so I I haven't even put on any La Mer yet. Oh my gosh, Hugh. Okay, so we met mm-hmm. baby, baby, babies in the in the event planning world. I moved to Nashville. You took me under your wing. You're so good to me with all of our friends. I was working for that little magazine. You and Anita were doing your stuff. Yes. Oh my Lord, you were for that VIP, wasn't it? Yes. And then look, Sarah was in Nashville at that same time, mm-hmm. and uh, we were all there, and then we moved out of there, and you stayed. So tell us what happened since all then. <laughs> yeah, you've got a lot going on. Did y'all move back to your hometown? That's what you did, right? I did, yes. Back to Jackson. Okay. Back to Jackson. Back. Back yes, yes. I'm going All back. right, well, I, I guess I just stayed on and kept planning parties and weddings, I guess, because, I mean, nobody else wanted to do it. So I had to. Right. And work like a Trojan and get these people married. Right, and apparently people want to still get married because we the phone doesn't stop ringing, and people call me every day for ten people for chili. So, <laughs> I, I, you name it, I have done it. But yes, I stuck with it, and I kept planning forever, and I'm still doing weddings now. We do about eight to ten weddings a year. Anita retired and married her sweet, uh, her high school sweetheart, I and know, her prom stop. date 
Dogs. Uh-huh. And they travel the world and go hang gliding. You've never seen what all they do. I've, ne- I've never been through such. But um, she was a great manager and a great uh, business partner, and I miss her. Um, but then Kate Steele bought her out, who was with us all along. Kate bought her out, and she has carried the torch and dealt with me and my hair products. And I don't know how in the world she's kept up with me, but she has. And she pays the bills, and I decorate. So it's like a little marriage. And it is, your work wife. Well, yeah. and you've been featured, been featured in every magazine you can think of. Every bride magazine, people magazine. I mean, you're doing, you're not just doing weddings. These are, yeah, you need to really, events. yeah, you These need to are. talk about yourself a little bit. <laughs> well, they're unique, unique. <laughs> they are unique in their own ways. I don't want anybody to ever, I always say this in a meeting, you know, I don't want people to feel like they, I've already been to this wedding because, you know, a lot of weddings look alike and there are the same aspects to lots of them, but. Uh, I try to, you know, get to know the bride's personality and bring that out a little bit and say, oh, you like the color blue? You're going to wish you hadn't told me that because mm-hmm. I'm dying your hair blue tomorrow. I mean, you know, it's I run with it and uh, I just definitely I'm also thinking about the guests, too, because I want them to, again, not feel like they've already been at that wedding. So um, and that's hard to do because we're reinventing the wheel all the time. So that's my biggest challenge is to make it look different. So I have done a um, I'm about I'm running out of ideas, though. I mean, it's crazy. So uh, (laughs) we've I've got lots of designer friends. So I have to have little powwows with them all the time and say, you know, what can we do different? If I look at that blush tablecloth one more time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slap somebody's teeth out, you know, but it's different for me because I get to see it all the time and they're tickled to be there. And, you know, moms just fall on the floor. If I mention the word Celadon, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or banquette, banquette, they love a banquette. They'll fall on the floor of a banquette. Oh, bank- you say the word banquette and the meeting is adjourned. I mean, you don't have to have, funniest- they just go home. They just go home. The funniest thing though, please tell the story about yeah. Lena Bryan went with the tablecloth and you had lost the brooch. Yeah, that's coming up this season because that's um that was in Christmas. Well, they pranked me for their for their merry pranksmas, which is cruel and mean. And what you don't know about that, there's a real good backstory behind that because what you don't know is they they got, nobody can get me. You know, I've been pranked, I've been you name it. I've yeah, been, everything's been on that. television. My whole life's on television, you know. So, I don't I don't, there's nothing you can't do. Well, they got me so good. Um, so what they did was they had me, well, they lied to me, told me it was CMT was coming or some, some network was coming and they wanted me to, uh, tour them around the tent and just do an example table and, you know, pretend like, you know, we were showcasing the wedding. So this is Luke's, was, it was Luke's niece. And yeah. His niece had gotten married and okay. it was out, out at a, um, private venue. Anyway, so. I get to the tent. Well, what you don't know is that I had another wedding because they booked that so late. So I had another wedding the day before because they got married on a Sunday. It's a long story because it was Labor Day weekend. Well, I had another wedding in Bowling Green, Kentucky for 800 people. Okay. And so it was an 800 person wedding it was over the top. So I was really hyper-focused on that the day before. This is actually two days before. So I drove from uh, an hour and a half from there almost two and a half hours to get to this taping while I had teams at both place, you know, setting up. So I, which was fine. Cause it was like, I was going to check on that one, then turn right around and going back to Bowling Green. And I thought, well, so I left Bowling Green, went to, transformed into Hugh Hauser, came in, you know, 
full hair. I looked like a, a televangelist. And then I walked into the tent and toured it. I, I asked them if I could, um, asked them if I could check it out first before we, we did the camera, you know, before I was on camera. So I went and checked out the tent first. Um, and my whole team was in there. Kate was in there. Everybody's in there. And no one was talking to me. They acted so strange. I mean, like the florist ran a different way. And I thought, we're not, and I kept saying, like, we're not on camera. Like, what is going Everyone acted so weird. It was bizarre. I should have known this. Well, I toured it all. And then I got up to meet everybody. And LeClaire, Brian, and they were already in a big fight uh, with, with each other in the parking lot. And it was a fake fight, but I didn't know it was. I thought they were, in, I didn't know it was a fake fight. So I, I was scared to death. I thought, oh, Lord, they were, they're fighting over the wedding already. I was like, wait till they see the flower bill. And so <laughs> I thought, oh, oh, this is awful. Like, I, you know, and I don't really like confrontation. Or if I do, I like to be the one that's right, you know. So I was terrified. And they were in this big fight all the way on this golf cart, all the way back to the tent. I went and checked out the tent, you know, before. So I know what I'm talking about. Well, we got down there and they got in this huge fight. Fast forward, they got in this huge fight, fake fight, and she burned a cigarette out. The grandmother burned a cigarette out on my linen. On the table. And she had, and the, through the tablecloth. And because they, they all had had meetings, you know, for months trying to figure out what to, what to trick me with or what to prank me with. And that's really the only thing they can do. Cause, you know, as an event planner, our job is to fix disaster so behind the scenes so we can really kind of fix anything but i can't fix a burned you know that was a good that was a good prank so anyways they did that and then they acted like it was too you know everything was too stressful and i don't even know what all went on i mean you can go back and look at it but i said on camera i've got diarrhea and people texted me i mean messages went crazy i've never i lost my mind i mean i and then um, little LeClaire had a lipstick ring around her cigarette butt. So I thought, well, at least you had on lipstick for the camera. <laughs> but it was, um, it was, I mean, it, they got me so good because you, what you don't, because no one knew that I had driven so far and I was so focused on two. If you've got two events, you're like, Oh, which we don't ever, ever, ever do. I mean, they were on the same day, obviously, but we don't ever do that. It's just the way that the scheduling worked out at that time. But, um, Oh, it was all, it was, it was all, yeah, there was a missing brooch. I lied and said I had the brooch, didn't know what the brooch was. Oh, because I was trying not to, I was trying not to. Everybody's looking at each other like, you have the brooch. No, you have the brooch. Someone's got the brooch. (laughs) I was like, I'm going, I was going to have to go to a pawn shop. I didn't know what was going to happen. I never even saw a brooch. A brooch was never mentioned in one meeting. I mean, y'all would have died if you, but if they really showed the footage, I mean, I go grab the files and everything (laughs) and look for brooches. Oh, it was awful. It was like, I felt like I was in Watergate or something. I don't know. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> but they got me good. And that's, that was a real true prank. Like some of those things on television, wink, wink, are not always true. That was raw camera footage. And you can tell that by my face. It was oh, very God. stressful. It was very stressful to watch. Oh my gosh. You have no, and I went back like with a tick, like my eyes were twitching, <laughs> headed back to driving back to Bowling Green. I was like, did that just happen? Is there a brooch? Like I got back to Bowling Green. I was like, there's no brooch, right? There is no brooch. Are we sure? <laughs> Please, somebody confirm. And is yeah. there a replacement tablecloth? Because the tablecloths are like $300. I mean, it's sure. crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got it all worked out. That's so funny. But let's talk about the comedy part of your life, too. Because not only do you have... Oh, which is so funny. 
H3 events, killing it, you know that. But then your comedy, good Lord. So when did that come in? I mean, you've always been funny, but when did you decide to go public? Take it to the stage. <laughs> well, it's um, sort of a weird thing. I, as an event planner, I hired comedians for entertainment all the time. And then uh, that's how I teamed up with Lee and Morgan. A friend of mine said, hey, there's this woman from Knoxville, Tennessee, Y'all will be best friends. You talk alike. You act alike. You're, you, I swear y'all were separated at birth. All this stuff. I heard this in a meeting, and I didn't know anything about her. And I didn't really know that much about comedy either. I mean, I, I'm, now I do. But I didn't know much about it. I didn't know how what a crazy life that is. I mean, they have to sleep in beds that Gilbert Godfrey slept in the night before, and they have to live in motels and ride in vans. and Oh, it's just, no. So I... Um, teamed up with her and hired her for an event. And we, we've been literally, our joke is always, we've been on the phone ever since, but we, there are no words. I mean, I, she pulled in this driveway in a big Honda pilot and she had called me a hundred times before she was, and she told me how tired she was and how exhausted, you know, how her hormones were off. And this was, I mean, this was seven, 16 years ago and it was forever ago. And she, he was already starting in on all that, how miserable she was and how tired she was. And she was going to the Holiday Inn and was going to lay down and hope she make, you know, made it to the stage. I mean, you never heard what all. And I, th- I thought, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. You know, she's hilarious. She's real. Well, she pulled down this driveway of this venue where we are, this house where we had this big, giant party. And it was Lady Annabellum was performing, Winona. It was a huge cast. I, I, I can't, Darius Rucker. There was, I can't even remember. It was several, several artists. Um, and so she pulled down and she saw me and I was standing, she tells everybody I was standing in white flared jeans and a white jacket. I was in all white. And she said, is that Andy Gibb? She thought, is that a BG standing at that? She th- and she goes, Oh my Lord. And she goes, look at your thighs. That's the first thing she said to me. Look at your thighs. She goes, you could run a train through your legs, you angel, you know? And so I just love her from then. And then we, straddled each other and never stopped talking. I mean, now we were on the phone, literally, we talk almost, I don't even know, once a week now, but back then we talked all the time. And then she's just escalated and become this huge star now. And she sells out the win in Las Vegas. And she's got a Netflix special that she filmed yesterday. Um, well, that she's, she's the one that I... Tennessee. She's coming to the Carl Parker Civic Center. Oh, of course she is. Who hasn't been there? I hope they Windex. <laughs> so she... So she... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, she... Um, She's the one that I sent flowers to. Y'all will love this. So I sent flowers to her yesterday uh, for her Netflix. I sent them to her every, anywhere she is for big monumental occasions. Mm-hmm. And because um, I love a floral in a dressing room. Love and it. I have to, and we have this, it, she f- thinks it's so funny because I call these uh, florists all over the world and scream at them about what to put in the floral arrangement. No Gerber daisies, no carnations, no baby's breath. No, I have a list of no's. <laughs> And in some towns, that's not an option, but it, you're going to have to go start picking on the highway if, if I'm calling. So she writes down what the flowers are. You've never heard what all. And she always calls me and says, I should have been a man. These are the prettiest flowers ever. I don't even know what they are, but they're, you know, you could, I could really send her anything. She'd fall on the floor. Well, I called yesterday and I said, uh, for the card message, I said, this is for a comedian. She's funny. He was as serious as can be. He was, I think he was um, a homosexual, but I don't know. And he was <laughs> just as serious, straight-laced as could be. And I said, I pray you're not in a kitten hill. Love you for her, for my message. And he wrote, 
<laughs> wrote it down and then read it. And as, after I paid, he said, let me read everything back. I said, perfect. You know, he's by the book. And then he said, I pray you're not on a, I pray you're not with a kitten on a hill <laughs> is what his message. Was. <laughs> so I asked him to send both cards yeah. to her. So, she, so I could, <laughs> I, I thought it was so funny. I laughed so hard and that's just so my life right there in one Sentence. It is because I've been on. I've been with a kitten on a hill, and it's all. You have. <laughs> it's terrible, Lord. But anyway, so then I st- then she took me under her wing, and we started. Um, uh, she invited me to to play at Zany's, and which is our Nashville comedy club. And then I've been everywhere doing art shows. I mean, oh, one time I, I talked her into doing an art show, and she said. <laughs> she's a huge star. I mean, her manager was calling me. All hell had broken loose. So I turned her over to another to my manager to to get out of it because I was scared to death. I was like, this is a private deal. I didn't want her manager involved. Oh, it was so awful. He had all these questions and how many steps from the stage to the dressing room. I was like, I think we're in a locker room. I mean, it was awful. It was like this private, you know, for a school. I begged her to do it, you know. And because they had asked me to do it and I thought it'd be fun, you know, and it was quick or whatever. Well, we, I asked her to do it and she said, oh, Hugh, a wooden bowl sets me on fire. And so she thought it was like, like it was an art craft festival. And so she goes, a wooden bowl sets me on fire. Well, I mean, I never thought twice about, <laughs> thought twice about asking her, you know, or anything. So then everybody started calling. It was a disaster. But anyways, we went and we were in the middle of the biggest gymnasium you've ever seen with a microphone the size of Bob Barker's, that tiny little microphone, you know, you, no one could hear us. My mom had a Hugh Hauser t-shirt on waving. I could barely find her. She was jumping up and down. Women were swinging their purses over their heads when I walked in and you couldn't hear a word we said. Uh-uh. And the little high school band was warming up as we would, they would, they were like a rock band. And as we began talking, they would sound check the whole time while we were, it was awful. So I've done it. All, I've done it all. And you know, the, when I first started comedy, Leanne said, you can do anything. When I first started, I played a state fair and everybody got up and left because a hog was given birth oh stop it and they left her alone on stage because and she leanne was like well i want to go see a, a hog giving birth <laughs> i mean who would who wouldn't get up and leave anyway it was it's all a moment it, in that hog's life mm-hmm. right monumental milestone need to, people need to be there yes, for it so yeah. that's really how it all began and i kind of do it when i want to and Mm-hmm. And I speak, I speak at various event planning um, summits and things like that. And it's, it's so fun. I try to bring a, a side to event planning. That's not so serious. We're um, we go to these summits and everyone's so serious and so dramatic and, mm-hmm. you know, and so I try to bring some light to it and make sure everyone knows that we're not saving lives. We are creating lives. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Well, with event planning, you know, you've got holidays coming up. Oh Lord! Help us there. People will call me and say, "Can you make pink?" Can, people will call me and say, "Can you make peppermints hang from my ceiling of my dining room?" <laughs> and I need this done tomorrow morning, uh-huh. right? And people will say, "Hey, will you get seven reindeer? I've got two, but I need seven reindeer life size, and I need them on my roof Wednesday." <laughs> I mean, you won't believe the things that people, and now that the pandemic's over, you know, everybody's wanting everybody to come over because they've redone everything and painted everything beige. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and they're ready and everything's, you know, they've got an iron door and their house is painted white. Yeah. And they are, and they've got two gold globes above their kitchen island and they're ready to show all that off. They are tickled to show two lanterns and a gold faucet mm-hmm. off. They've worked to death on it and they haven't told their husband how much the hardware costs. Mm-hmm. And um, like you're standing in they, my kitchen right now. <laughs> they want to show all that off, you know what I mean? So it is the season. So people are throwing pine needles up onto chandeliers and stapling things to walls and just working like dogs. Yes, losing their minds. Wrapping fake gifts just for decoration around their tree to get the balance right. I mean, people have lost their minds because of social media. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's also, it'll institutionalize you. Yeah, it takes the pressure. Mm -hmm. Notch up. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, it's unbelievable. I and you better win and you better windex and you better hide a cord. You know, a TikToker cannot hide their television cord on their wall to save their life. Cannot. Uh-uh. And a brown couch with an apple pie candle. They love an apple pie candle. Mm. Awful. I um I should start a service. I've said it forever. I need to start a service where I go in and decorate people TikTok people's homes. Yeah. Just to dress them up. Get I mean, them, just the countertops alone. Well, what do we need to do? Make sure we're doing the right things. Or what? Well, I'm we just saying, like, like, I mean, just make sure your just make sure your cords are disguised. I mean, bound. make sure they're bound together. Yeah, I don't like a cord showing. I mean, but you know, those people don't. They don't care. They are on there to tell you about their trifle recipe that mm-hmm. their great meemaw made, mm-hmm. and it's got. 16 cans of evaporated milk in it, one condensed milk. I don't know what either one do or how they're made, but I'm going to tell you right now, they are in everything, on every recipe ever known to man. Well, you better evaporated buy Evaporated milk. You better buy um, them up because they're com- you can't find it once you get you closer can. to the holidays. You can't. I saw women losing their minds over those butter-shaped turkeys in the, in the, at Publix. People losing their minds. Where are the, I mean, I must have heard it a hundred times. Where are the butter? They're, we're out of those, ma'am. Ma'am, we're out of those. There's a little woman sitting over there dressed like a pilgrim saying, we're out of the turkeys. It's over. <laughs> Missed it. Little Sacagawea over there. It's over. Sacagawea. Okay, mm-hmm. so family and friends coming over. We're planning. What are our must-haves? What are the things that we need? How do we, how do we keep it cute? When you're having family over? Mm-hmm. You mean for the holidays? Oh, Lord. For the Gila oh, Day. Lord. For the Gila Day. Well, first of all, don't arrive early. Right. Set that temperature to 68 degrees. I say that's on every every interview. Everybody, you know, there's always a hot aunt whose bangs curl under. She gets hot, and she wears a navy pump to any occasion. Um, I would make sure that you don't arrive early, and I would make sure that you... Um, you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't stress out about the food so much. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't get, go kill yourself over that. I, it's okay to have people bring things. You know, people are so worried about doing everything. So I think it's fine to let people bring things. Um, there's a lot of control freaks out there when it comes to entertaining at your house. And I'm one of those. Listen, I want it all done because I want it all set out when they walk in. I know. I know how that feels. But it will take so much pressure off if you just think Louise is bringing the fruit pizza. Mm-hmm. 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 So you'll, you'll eat again you'll you eat. will you will so i think that's I, I mean that's a such a simple stupid tip but i'm you know also being funny but i 
it is such a relief. And then, or do like a one pot meal, you know, if it's that afternoon crowd, you know, where it's like a big chili or a big spaghetti or something like that. I mean, you know, you don't have to do beef Wellington and, oh, Lord. Yeah, that is true because people do hop around, you know, and they've already had the big lunch, and then they're going at four o'clock, and then they're going again at seven o'clock. So I love it. Another and another thing we need to talk about, you know, when you said about what not to do and what you know, the world is changing. The world is different. I mean, our old Christmases were so formal and so wonderful. Like in the eighties and nineties, they were so. But we didn't have children and everything. So now, what people are stressed out about, which I hear about all the time, is, well, Danny's got to go to his wife's house, and they've got to go to this wife's house, and she's got to go over here with her family, and we're gonna have to divide up. And I don't know what we're gonna do. And he likes my turkey, and he hates her dressing, and I don't know what we're gonna. I mean, it's always about that family dividing, and that's a huge issue right now because everybody gets married and runs off with their in-laws because they don't like you but they have to like you Mm -hmm. and all that's going on you know so if you can try and do that one pot thing that way because you know people are going everywhere Mm -hmm. you know and if you can and if you can try and schedule you know two days ahead or you know have them uh, you know the day before i know that's all simple but i'm just saying that's a huge issue i have to hear about all day long every day all the families skipping around and all the, you know, in-laws and those aren't in-laws, you know, and their house isn't big enough. And what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. It's pressure. Mm-hmm. Paper plates or no paper plates or I can't have paper plates. And well, yeah. Okay, oh, what, so how do you feel about paper plates? Oh, I know. I mean, I mean, I don't care about paper plates for lunch or breakfast. Um, but I don't like paper plates at dinner. Don't just you dare I feel like, ram out. Don't you mm-mm. dare ram out. I know. I just don't. I just can't go there. But I do see the point and I do see, you know, the less fuss. You know, some people won't have, you know, don't have enough china. So they have to supplement. But now they do make nice paper plates. Yeah, they do. They do. But <laughs> but it's not my it's it's my last resort. Let's just say that. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. If your if your family is large enough that you've got to rent out the fellowship hall and your home, mm-hmm. I believe we yes. have an exception for that. That's a different story, yeah. Because yeah, we can't let cousin Beatrice scrub those, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are trash. But she's going to have to make that coconut cake. I don't care what you say; she has to make it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hosting. Now, don't act like I haven't seen your tables all over Instagram and all your things, and you do have Santa's magic wand there, and you get a sleigh brought in, and I know. So, setting setting a beautiful table, making that entrance, that wow moment, tell us like the the must-haves, the do's and don'ts, the hues and don'ts Mm -hmm. of hosting. Hues and don'ts of hosting. Well, you have to have, well, you want it to coordinate, you know, with your house, and make it my all my stuff looks like me. It's all I, I like oranges and I like um, uh, rusts, those kind of colors, like my skin and my hair. <laughs> your hair, yeah. Your skin tone. I, I like all I like all those um, autumnal colors, so I decorate with those. Um, but in my living room, I go more traditional and I kind of stick with reds and greens, but not too not too intense. I did a really traditional. Um, tree this year with I had Grinches at the bottom I did like an 80s throwback tree this year just because it was so much better back then and look at those old commercials from the 80s and 90s you know those M&M commercials everything just looked so much every the lighting was dimmer well I everything was just the, the bubble lights on your tree I have those on my tree uh, I, I love, love a bubble light I love a bubble light 
I love them. And I, I played Katie Oslin last night while I put the bubble lights on 80s ladies. I loved her. She was my neighbor. Um, uh, she passed away, so it was a little ode to her. Uh-huh. Um, but, yes, I, I mean, you know, there are – I love all those hand-me-downs, like from grandparents and stuff. All those decorations are so much better. I mean, try to compare those to what's that, you know, out there now. Everything's just so, everything's got like a, a plastic face with a weird nose and a, yeah. one glasses, you know, one lens out of the glasses are missing. And, you know, but now there are some funny stories about your Christmas. You know, there's always, um, like I've got a reindeer that's missing an antler because, you know, somebody broke it in the seventies, you know, those kind of stories are different, but uh, they still look good, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, you'll pull this out and be like, oh, cousin Virginia this never could lose the weight. She stood up and hit this hit this reindeer and knocked it off. I had a really funny grandmother who would tell you about everything. And when I was a child, gay as a goose, I would pull all the Christmas decorations and come down the attic stairs. The attic stairs came down into the dining room. It's so weird, this house, how it was, but that's how it was. And she would sit in the head dining room chair and announce each item as it came down. And she'd like say, here are the carolers. Oh, wonderful. I got those in, in Europe and carried that one on my lap on the wonderful. Oh, here come the snowmen. Not my favorite. Like she'd tell you which ones were her favorites. Not Here come, oh, here come the elves. Wonderful. I mean, it was just such a magical time. And so every time I pull out my Christmas decor, I think about my, and you know, you should see me. I was in like a cardigan and a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I loved a kid. And, oh. Uh, so my grandmother was very similar and she had made these carolers out of paper mache and mm-hmm. she painted them. Now they were holding these beautiful, um, even the details books. on the books, the hymnals, the hymnals yeah. were written in there. And the carolers had their mouths like drawn on like a circle singing. Well, as time has gone by, the, they're missing the books. The uh-huh. books have fallen. The hymnals have fallen out. So now they just have their hands up with their mouths. Like, <laughs> they look like the Olsen twins. So we don't know what the the blessed carolers are up to. However, I still put them out. And uh, my sister and I get quite the kick as you walk by and see these carolers with yeah. their mouths just wide open. That's girls, hilarious. What, what are they supposed to be doing? I'm like, don't ask, girls. Don't ask. Yeah. Just look away. <laughs> just look away. <laughs> You'll know soon enough, girls. You need to get them some new hymnals to I read do, out. I do, I do. But it's, it's better without them, actually. Get them some iPads. Little they need little money. IPads. Yes, that's what Oh, they wouldn't that be funny? Taking selfies with their mouths wide open. Uh, you know, like everybody does. People do right. those weird yeah. Yeah. faces yeah. when they try to take pictures of themselves, and they do like a duck face. and mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm. It's crazy, those pictures they take of themselves. And they can be 75 years old doing those faces, looking sideways. Uh-huh. Crazy. You've never seen such. But that's what makes the fun of the holiday. I mean, that's what makes it fun is you have all these crazy stories. You've got a crazy aunt. You've got the too touchy uncle, you know, the one that gets mm-hmm. fancy after the first mm-hmm. one. I mean, one that's always late, a niece that's always late. Oh, and she's in her phone the whole time. Now, you moms out there, I know it's an Olympic sport to get your children dressed, but just start a little earlier. I've got friends that tell me, um, Let's see. What did I say the other day? Somebody told me. Oh, I said, I just can't go to lunch with all those people. All they talk about is their children's temperature and spring break. That's all anybody talks about anymore is like, well, Becky's got a 104 and we're going to the, the Maldives this year. And we're going to take a friend. We're gonna she's gonna, yeah, we're going to, she's going to take a friend and 
We've got Susie's special ta- travel agency working on it, and we're we've got a tote bag full of pa- pamphlets, and we're working to death on it. And Jimmy's got a hundred and eight fever today, but I've got to go. I mean, you know, everyone's always so everyone's so sick all the time. It's just <laughs> always a fever. Everybody's got a fever. I'm like, can y'all Lysol? Or wash those sheets or do something. What's going on over there? Would it kill somebody to wipe down a counter? <laughs> Would it kill you to swat? I mean, yes. Get a Swiffer out. Do something. And you know they've got a house manager and everything. Whoa. Uh, oh. Well, it's because now we just take our temperature all the time. Like, this is Constantly. Why do we take our temperature now? We're still doing it, you know, from 2020. I know. <laughs> just, we're just walking around with thermometers, you know, and... Oh, welcome to my home. Let me take the Even temperature. Even my children will say, I'm feeling a little feverish. Take that temperature. What happened to spring break? You know, like we just jumped in a station wagon with strep throat and went down, went to the beach, you know, and barely. And now they're people are splitting up half and half going to Aspen and then they end up in Hawaii. And who has the time? I mean, how, yeah, by the time they land, school's back in. I don't know. And then there's I've never seen so many breaks in my life. We're on fall break. We've got teachers in service on Monday. I mean, I think kids go to school three times a day. Three times a year. This I've is never, Sarah's soapbox. I can't stand it. I can't. I don't understand. I mean, we barely got out. They'll get out for rain. Yes. They're like, it's going to rain. They did it the other day. There was a chance of severe weather that evening. So they started calling off school, making announcements. Evening plans have been canceled. Aftercare might be closing soon. I mean, I'm sitting at work like, might. Now, now that. Am I up for a storm coming this evening? Sarah needs now, a blonde Virginia slam after she's in these. <laughs> I mean, she needs. She is chain smoking out the window of that Tahoe all the way to Carpool. <laughs> With a Robin's Egg Blue Stanley thermos, yeah, uh-huh. big yeah. travel cup. You're slurping uh-huh. out of. Uh-huh. Uh, my sister, my sister, and I have a game where we make fun of the. Um, this is awful, but we make fun of the uh, little kindergarten schools that cancel on Snow Watch on camp. It'd be like Sally Sandcastle's special celebration of life is out. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Footprints is out today. <laughs> Carla's Castle of Summer Splendor is out today. I mean, the funniest names. Little Becky's <laughs> Little Becky's Duck Cage. Well, I mean, I've never heard such names. I mean, I'm going crazy now think, trying to think of them, but we get so tickled. <laughs> oh, it gets so that. tickled. Little Tiny Brick Church House. <laughs> Daycare. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Teddy Bear Cottage is not I mean, and the grown adults saying it, you know, well, mm-mm. I don't know. Mother, mother, mother goose, St. Pat, mother goose, little leprechauns are not in today. But the mice go, you know, they have, they name them by their groups. Like the mice are in, but the cocker spaniels are out. I don't know what we're going to do. Mm. Oh my God. Years, years ago, there was this st- terrible storm or a tornado or something coming through town. And, um, <laughs> then the weather was on and you can YouTube it, but the, the, the news was on, sorry. And the weather lady got on there and sa- just got on there and said, Oh my Lord, that's headed to my children's school. I got to go. And she just left the news station, just walked right out. And then this little old man, a hundred years old cameraman had been there forever. He got out and just got in front of the camera real close and said, it's awful. It's awful. You could see every nostril hair on his face, and he just said, it, well, it's awful. And I fell to the floor. You can YouTube it. It's the funniest thing in the world. She just left the station with her microphone swinging. Yeah. 
It was so funny. It's headed straight for my kid's school. I got to go. Just like the rapture. And then when I worked in news, one time they, they got on the, I don't even know. I worked at Channel 5 here forever. And they got on the news one day. No, that was four. This is five. That was Chris Clark and um, Vicky Yates. And everybody had a, everybody had a pompadour. Okay. So he, they, they got on there and told old people to open up their ovens if the, if in the heat (laughs) and in the winter time to warm them up. And then they needed helmets. They were giving all this advice for elderly people. Okay. I'm not kidding. And then they said, um, you need a helmet, like a bicycle helmet. If there's this tornado to put on a helmet, imagine all old people sitting around with helmets on in their house. Or even worse, they're all getting out in their cars to go to the sporting goods store in the middle of a storm. Cause they said, they told us we need helmets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, there's so many funny news stories. Oh, my Lord. And I was an intern, and I you would think I was about to anchor the news. I was so dressed up every day, so decked out, so serious. I, I would meet friends for lunch, and I was so serious and mean as a snake and had to get back to the station. And literally, I was filing. Filing. I was filing. Mm-hmm. And I was, you would have thought I was about to be on the 7 o'clock news uh-huh. and, run, and run the teleprompter. Yeah. Where are you working? Oh, me. Back to the station. station. Talking about Fessler's Lane. There's always something happening on Fessler's Lane. Oh, Brick Church Pike. Brick Church Pike. (laughs) Just run for your life if you're on Brick Church Pike. I mean, people are out there fighting. Back then, they were just fighting for their lives, trying to take that that corridor. I hate that word. (laughs) Corridor. Down around that Fessler's Lane corridor. You just (laughs) might as well forget it. Mm -hmm. I mean, bodies just laid out, I guess. I don't know. You've never heard such. Oh, gosh. Nashville's so stupid. What's the deal? Oh, it's out of control. Every time you turn around, there's like a, a guy with a mustache and tattoos making a making an old fashioned in your living room. I mean, it's like uh, mixology and and the pop ups, the yeah. holiday pop ups are new to Nashville. So everybody's just popping up out of sewers. There's so many holiday pop ups. <laughs> I love everywhere, it. everywhere. There's a pop up and there's a mixology, and everybody's got you putting your name in ice. And yeah. people are everybody's. Um, let's see, what are they doing now that I just? Oh, what is going on with these gnomes with the noses? Yes, yes. There's a gnome. That's t- everybody. Everybody everybody's looks, got a gnome. Everybody's got a gnome. It's like boxwood gnome. <laughs> I love them. I mean, <laughs> those, that's a big deal now, and it's just funny. Trends are funny, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I would never buy a no. It looks like a, I don't even know. It looks. I don't understand why it goes with the holidays though, because it's a gnome. It's not even an elf. I don't know. Right, it's not an elf. You're right. No. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So back to Nashville and these holiday pop-ups. I mean, now it's like you got to have these tickets to go to the gingerbread bar to get to the real bar, but you really don't want any gingerbread. You don't want any gingerbread. But it's and you don't want anything with eggnog. You don't want anything with eggnog in it because you'll have diarrhea. And nobody, no, there's nobody on earth that's lactose tolerant, not, not a soul. I mean, you can go to a bar and you say, well, they've had the eggnog. You know they have. You know they have. Well, and they've got gas. They've got gas behind their shoulder blades. What? The peppermint schnapps. Everybody's putting peppermint schnapps in everything. Peppermint schnapps. Thank God we're through with the pumpkin situation. And now we've moved into peppermint schnapps and, you know, a marshmallow. That's what it is. Everybody loves a marshmallow. With a a marshmallow on cotton candy and uh, everything's got a perm. It's a lot. 
Uh-huh. It's a lot. It is a lot. So that's our world, though, because everybody, everything revolves around a photo. What can you take a photo of? What can be different? What can we post? What can we make people feel like they're left out of? Let's mm-hmm. make sure they know that this bar has a reindeer with a tiara on it that goes up and down. We got to take a picture of that. Well, there's the one bar, too, that changes like every 30 minutes. Like one minute you're in a log cabin and then the whole scene changes and you're like out in a winter forest. And oh, then yeah, the scene yeah, yeah. changes again. Projection. It's like projection. Yeah, that's that's cool. That is cool, though. But it, I mean, I would I wouldn't know what to wear. Well, that's an Instagrammer's heaven, you know. It is. Oh, heaven. For a month. Heaven. Yes, just posting. With their little igloos and the ice skating at the bobby. I do like that now. I, I know, but you can fit 24 people up there. And last time I checked, there's <laughs> 1 million people moving into Nashville a day. <laughs> there are. And there's lines of people waiting lines to eat a biscuit in Nashville. They will eat a biscuit in a line. Wait for days to eat a biscuit. And um, hot chicken, which I hate to say is not a Nashville thing, but it's turned into wonderful. But we never had a bite of hot chicken until uh, until six years ago. So um, it's, on, it's in menus in New York City. It's like Nashville's original hot chicken. I'm like, you put spices on fried chicken. <laughs> I mean, somebody surely was doing that before, but anyway, they, that's just, they get excited about it. As like my grandmother would say, well, they get excited. They do get excited. They, they bless they you. Do. And the bachelorette parties are here and the, uh, between the bachelorette parties this year and the homecoming dress selections, I've discussed all of this. Um, no one knows how to dress their body anymore. And, um, Okay, I'm that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Yes. I don't okay, have- Hugh, we talked about this on our podcast we too did. about the homecoming dress- dresses. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you then your opinion, because I have a very strong opinion about this. Women yeah. our age, 40 plus, okay, mm-hmm. basically wearing their daughter's homecoming dresses to their dinner party. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is a thing happening in Nashville too? Yes, it's happening everywhere. You wouldn't believe what, what people are wearing. Again, for photos. Again. Yeah, I, and I'm telling you, they look amazing. Sure. Like their bodies are rocking. Like show your legs, girl, but you're 48. So what do you right. give me your, your with, a, with a with a middle part and uh-huh. the um, beach curl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know the look. I can see it right now. I yeah. know exactly. You brought it up. So just, I'm, I'm going to get fired up talking about it. But I did. I did bring it up. But I'm but I was just saying that little children are in, you know, and they'll and girls are this, you know, they're they probably start out really, you know, in a cute dress and they hike it up and all that. I get it. I mean, I know. Come on. I mean, look, nobody likes. I mean, I I was mesmerized by Cher and Bette Midler and all the crazies that wore crazy. I mean, I love all that. Don't get me wrong. But like, there does come a time when you're like, there are dads around. Yeah, all that stuff. So it's, so there's Lurking. a brother and everything's uncomfortable. And last week she was in Umbros and now she's a prostitute. So I don't know. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I mean, you know what you're doing when you buy them. Of course the dress, the, the, when you go shopping, it's the dresses are unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I have a 13-year-old daughter, so I mean, I know how hard it is to find the clothes. And then, yeah, like, and, you, and you don't want them to look like a men in a mate. No, I mean, you don't. I know, I know. No, I know. And like, but I'll pick her up, I'll drop her off from school, and her skirt's already a little short, you know, like you're saying. You don't want her to look, you want her to look okay. But then I pick right. her up, she's got that thing rolled like 18 times. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, your backpack's longer than your skirt. Yeah. You know, right. right. So, right. that, and, and, and that is all attributed to social media and photos and what trends and what people are doing. So mm-hmm. we are at a loss until somebody pulls out a trend or somebody says, 
this is the length or this is the cooler. You know, they're just copying other people, really, yeah. is what all that's going on. Well, I was really excited. I thought that the overall trend was coming back in style. And I was like, this is perfect. My daughter will be in high school. We'll wear overalls <laughs> and turtlenecks and Patagonias. And she'll be nice covered. Nice I know. My girlfriends from high school, I'll say, we could have gone hiking at a moment's notice. Oh, we were ready. <laughs> I mean, you would have. The outfits they wore. I mean, no wonder nobody got pregnant back then. Thank Lord. you. Saying, let's Martin's, bring it back. Let's Doc Martin's and yeah, we. Were, I had rain gear at all times. I had a North Face tied around. Where never it. knew when you, you were going to need a flannel. Anorak. You wore an anorak. Wore an anorak. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then you got Britney Spears, who is running around in an Aeropost style short. We can't talk about that today. I don't have this. I lost her mind. No, we can't. That's, a whole that's another. another oh, we've got to call the law. Mm-hmm. So, okay, post-holiday letdown, I mean, you know, you could do all the pomp and circumstance. You do the turkeys, you got the Thanksgiving, and you mm-hmm. move into Christmas, and you're busy every night. You neglect the children that you work so hard to make Christmas special for. They haven't seen you because you're at your own adult things. We go through that. You cook the meal. You get the Instagram photos. And then it's just like... You just take all the Xanax in your closet and just... <laughs> you do. You do. Sleep through the winter. cry. <laughs> cry for a week and a half Stop because it. you've made no resolutions. There's, no, there's nothing to look forward to. So how do we deal with that part of life? And then you're just throwing breakables in boxes. Yeah. And getting them up in the attic. You don't even care how they're wrapped. No. I mean, they're, I, I admire... Let me tell you people who I admire. I admire people that rewrap everything perfectly in bubble wrap and have that patience. I am like, get it out of here. Get it upstairs. I don't ever want to see it again. <laughs> and one of these days, I'm going to get to making my own holiday line. And that's a whole nother ball game because I love to decorate more than anybody. I do. But it's got to be easier um, storage and, um, you know, to put back up for all holidays, not just Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. um, my own little plug. Um, but I do, I do experience that because, I mean, someone like me who's, high, you know, blah, 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 crazy all the time. When you do crash, you crash. And it's hard to be the life of the party all the time. It is hard. You know, my mom asked me all the time, how do you do it? How do you do it? Oh, Lord. And I said, well, and then sometimes you think, well, they're only inviting me to this. So because nobody will talk if I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. So January, February, um, it's not that depressing for me. That's uh, engagement season in my world. Everybody's everybody's getting married and calling me. So the phone is, rings nonstop. So it's, you know, everybody's getting married then until they find out how much it costs and then they have to think about it yeah. and then um, call back later um, once they talk to, once they <laughs> wake up. Um, but the, um, I mean, the only, the, really the only way to get through it is exercise, honestly. I mean, endorphins, <laughs> Lord, all you've got, all you, all you can do is hit the treadmill. Yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. Just and if you can make, Pray and walk. Walk and pray. I mean, no, I'm Fair seriously. Walks. Exercise really is, is it. I mean, well, I mean, just a little bit, even if it's just walking. Yeah, prayer walks. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. pray if you can. <laughs> well, you'll have to pray to even get to the gym. So yeah. just, uh, just start with prayer. Yeah, start with prayer. You're just ready for the kids to go back to school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll be out, they'll be out in a week for uh, oh, winter, br- winter break. They go back for a week and a half, and then there's a snowstorm. Well, and then you're upset because, like, your New Year's, it was not what you thought it would should be. Always, yeah. It's always a letdown. 
Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. hot stuff. I, yeah. I don't like New Year's Just Eve a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It was fun, like in your 20s, and you wear like sequins with a knee boot. I mean, I had some girl comment on my Instagram the other day about, oh, it was about the homecoming dresses. And she said, I just got to thinking about my bachelorette party in Chicago. She goes, I think I had a cow neck sweater on. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, a belt. I and she's like, I and a belt, and a belt, big belt, and a slack. And she was like, and I thought I was so cute. <laughs> Chicago chic. I got so tickled at that. It was so true, though, back in the day. Uh-huh. We all look like little Mormons back in the we day. Did. We did. Lived for an scarf. Okay, so we do this thing, popcorn round at the end, where we ask you questions, and you just do the first thing that comes to your mind. But we're going to do oh, this in a holiday twist. Oh, I love a holiday okay. twist. Okay. twist. Hugh, what's your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, Silver Bells. Oh. What about your holiday movie? Oh, I like those old ones, like Rudolph, the claymation ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that Stop one. Action. I think it's called Stop Action, maybe. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Okay. Eggnog or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. Spiked or not? Not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving, you know, you got the turkey. Christmas, some people do turkeys, hams, whatever. What do you do on Christmas? Is it turkey, ham? Mm-hmm. Beef. Beef. Yep. Beef. That's what we do too. A little beef. Um, Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. Now, if somebody says, Hugh, do it, mm. be a doll and bring us a side dish, what are you taking? Oh, I would bring some sort of um, green casserole, like a asparagus casserole. Asparagus casserole. That's one of my favorites. Mine too. Love it. Mm-hmm. All right. What about your Love holiday it. dessert? Oh, gosh. Well, see, now, in our family, we do boiled custard, which is different than eggnog. We like boiled custard. We're not animals. Me, too. Y'all are the same. So we do boiled custard, and I like it with um, uh, homemade fudge cake uh, with peppermint ice cream. Or I like, um, well, we have an array of desserts. I mean, Lord, from coconut cakes to prune cake. There's even a prune cake. Oh, but people make a prune cake. Um, and there's, um, let's see, what else is there off the top of my head? Oh, pound. There's a pound cake, all sorts of goodies, but, but yes, full custard is my thing. I love it. And then everybody has to leave because I've got gas. <laughs> Holidays are over. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's over. Or just take a lactate, a little lactate and you'll be good to go. <laughs> um, Okay, what about hostess gifts? Are you taking hostess gifts to your family? Or I mean, you know, honestly, I don't love a hostess gift. Nobody wants one. Yeah, um, a pack of like guest towels. Yeah, I mean something like that that they're going to use. Um, something edible, maybe, but nobody needs a candle. They have the candles they like. Um, you know, unless they tell you to bring one. Nobody wants a picture frame because no one even prints pictures anymore. Um, you know, I just think it's a waste. And that's the same with weddings, too. I, I just say, you know, we tell them we're no favors. I mean, I like a welcome box or a bag when you get to the hotel for destination or out-of-town guests. That's nice, but no no favors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hostess gift it is nice, you know, you, you know, or send them something afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's nice, too. Um that's the last thing they need is they're running around trying to greet and then they have to put that down and then they wake up and there's all these bags around with things they don't want. And, the, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we, I have, I have a lot of discussions about this with friends a lot. Yeah. And so maybe um, bring them, kind of you could like bring them, you could bring them some liquor. You could bring them some liquor or wine if they drink, you know? Yeah. 
Wine gets regifted though. I mean, that's what it I does. Was, you know, like, oh, that's got this bottle of wine Courtney brought over, and let me just wrap another bow on it. <laughs> it does, and you give it back to the person that gave it to you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's right. the number one thing on your Christmas list this year? What are you What are you wishing for? This year, I am asking for a new computer. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of boring. But I don't need anything, Lord. We have these big discussions about what we need and don't, don't need. So we really just focus on ki- on the kids and the family and all the grandkids. It's so much more fun for them to open. But I have a few things that I, we send lists to. I asked for some wood. <laughs> You're going to die. I asked for some wooden bowls, um, <laughs> like the salad cup. Just like Leah, I asked for some wooden bowls. I mean, I'm very, I just go out and get what I want. So it's, it's different for me. Um, my sister has a list that you is a mile long of things mm-hmm. they need. You know, married people need everything because they don't have a time to do anything. I mean, yeah. she's like, can you just get me some face wash? You know, they're barely hanging on. And I get it. I get it. Um, That's right. You know, they, they've got, I mean, I'm always like, I don't even know what I need because I just run out and grab it. But I do um, store a few things, you know, for to tell my mom and them, you know. I mean, you wouldn't exactly turn down an Alexander McQueen scarf if it was under the tree. I would not. I would not. Or or a tote bag. You know, I live in... Signature style. Signature style. Signature style. Uh Mm -hmm. Somebody will get me a black blazer, I just bet you. (laughs) As long as they go with that ultra flare jean, we'll be fine. Yes. And a platform boot. You know it. You know it. I've got them on right now. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on again. <laughs> to Don't delete this, y'all. We were not going to delete it. I'm going to make sure it's saved and uh, in all- archives. It'll be in the archives. Right. That's right. And you both get your exercise on. I've already done mine. Oh, oh, we love you so much. Love you too. And I'm so honored to be on this. It's so oh, fun. It's just a dream. You're just From a- my house to yours. Happy oh, holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Mary, Mary, love y'all. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, he makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> He's always a good time. I mean, if you're not following Hugh Hauser on Instagram and hearing all the stories and all his rants, uh, it's, so just, good. it's just too much. Yeah, he's hysterical. What I love about Hugh and people that are funny like that mm-hmm. is when you can make fun of yourself. Oh, yeah. And talk about best. yourself. I mean, yes. If he talks about his spray tan one more time, I mean, it's always so funny. He loves his spray tan. He loves his spray tan. Yeah. It matches his hair. Mm-hmm. He loves a flare pan. Yeah. And they look so good on him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not really, kidding about his thighs. He really does You can great truly thighs. drive a train through his thighs. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I know. Jealous. <laughs> Telling you, some people just know what they do well, mm-hmm. and they work that angle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, he's got it going on. It's so funny. Listen, I mean, just, you know, last week or the last two weeks was the gift guide, and everybody loved that, and Mm -hmm. linking all of our stuff and going to buy it. I mean, friends texting, like, I'm shopping. Mm -hmm. But now we've switched gears because everybody's got their shopping. they got their wrapping happening. And so now it's like, how do we get through these next three weeks? Oh, um, gosh, I know. You know what I'm saying? The pressure. It Mm -hmm. is so much pressure. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, so let's just enjoy it and have fun. But I do love how he was really real about what the holidays are about. You know? Yeah. Don't You don't have to do a big beef tenderloin for every meal. Yeah. When you are party hopping all day yes. long. You know? Yeah. Do chili. We do a, um, my, one of my favorite meals of the entire year, we do a big breakfast. And we do ham and biscuits and chocolate gravy and hash potato casserole. I mean, like mm-hmm. all this stuff that's just yummy breakfast foods that yeah. you never, unless you plan on it, don't indulge in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it is like my favorite thing. Mm, that sounds good. Fried you eggs. You do that Christmas morning? Have your choice. Fried eggs, scrambled eggs. We do a Christmas Eve thing at my grandmother's. where the, That's where we do the big brunch. Mm-hmm. And then at my house um, on Christmas morning, we usually do steak and eggs. Yeah. And have like a kind mm-hmm. of a little, it's kind of like my one moment to really yeah. jazz it up. Yes, yes. Pull out my Linux mm-hmm. Christmas china. Oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's what we really do. But yeah, yeah I mean... Well, I did the kind of more casual what he's talking about on Friday night because, you know, I like to have everybody little control issue here. I like sure. to have everybody at my house. Yeah. Um, and I try to delegate things out on Christmas Day. But, you know, like my sister, I always get her to bring the rolls. But then I always have backup rolls <laughs> yeah. because I know they're going to arrive frozen. Uh-huh. They're not going to be warm. She's not going to have enough. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm always yeah. like prepared. It would be, yeah, I'm, I'm very aware. So it's hard to, hard to let it go. <laughs> We've been partners for four years now. It's four years now. Yeah, I'm hard to let it go. very aware. But I will say, Friday night, Christmas, or not Friday night, Christmas Eve night, mm-hmm. whatever night it may be, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did last year, we went to church, and I had frozen pizzas. Hmm. And I just popped them in the oven, because I didn't want to deliver, because I was worried Christmas Eve, they may not come, what if they don't show up, and we're up at 10 o'clock waiting on pizzas. Mm-hmm. So I did frozen pizzas. 15 minutes later, mm-hmm. everybody was eating. The kids were so happy. Did a big salad, and everybody went home by, like, 8 o'clock. Done and done. Done and done. Yeah. So easy. And I sat through church, and I enjoyed church. I wasn't thinking about heating up whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, making sure, oh, gosh, should I set the rolls out to thaw? Getting that reservation at the country yes, club. didn't have to do I mean, any yeah. of that. It was so easy and so nice. And then Christmas morning, I like to do a casserole, like some sort of. Yeah. Last year, I did Elizabeth and Butter, yes. Elizabeth Ferris. I did her French toast casserole. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You and need easy. to link that again. Oh yeah, I will. I will. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just pop it out. Kids are open presents, and then it's done, and they're ready to eat. It's so good and yummy. And then I like to do like a mid-afternoon lunch, you know, at two p.m. Yeah. What do you do then? Like a soup? No, I do a beef tenderloin. Oh, oh, like a nice lunch. Yeah. Okay. Asparagus casseroles, my must-have. Uh huh. I used to do tomato aspic, mm-hmm. and that was just something because I had it every year growing up. And it, my grandmother would do the tomato aspic, and she'd do a dollop of like homemade mayonnaise in the middle, that like paprika on awful. a on a bit of lettuce. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I used to try to do that. Nobody eats it. Nobody, you know, you not just me. throw it away. So I'm done with that. Okay. And then I always do like you know a bunch of other little sides. And then I found that Savannah Classics cornbread dressing. Oh, yeah. It's good. Like, there's no need to make cornbread now and do all the things. Like, it's frozen. It's done. It tastes so good. Perfect. So, do that. And then we love all the desserts, too. You know. Yeah. Everything. So. We go to my parents' Christmas night, and we do um, open presents from them. And then we do a, like, heavy appetizer. Mm. So, you know, there's a million of us. So, everybody brings, like, their favorite app. And then mom will make do like a sausage cheese plate, and that'll be or like a little tenderloin, little tenderloin biscuit, uh-huh. and then we'll have all the dips and the chips. Yeah. And the, oh, that's so good. And then the next night, my dad always does a uh, a big like a nice dinner where we have one big long table. He does steak and lobster. It's delicious. Mm. It's like our little tradition. Oh, that's that so fine. I know. I know. I'm glad Christmas is on a weekend too. Yeah. It feels like you can enjoy it a little longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I agree. I agree. Well, I am kind of, I hate to even say that I'm ready for it to <laughs> wrap up. That's we're the story of your started. life. You're just ready <laughs> for the hurry. next thing. Rush and hurry. Get it done. Next. Yeah. Not me. I love to savor. Mm. I love to just light that Fraser fur candle. Yeah. Just, you know. Okay. Speaking of Fraser fur, yeah. I got my Fraser fur, you know, candle, and I've got the little um, Pura, Pura mm-hmm. Fraser fur going. 
But I got the Cowboy Christmas. Yes, Ranger Station. So good. Mm-hmm. It's so yummy smelling. And That's then, my new favorite. It's incredible. New favorite holiday yeah. candle. You can get this locally at BH or order Ranger Station mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cowboy Christmas. But you also do need your little Fraser fur behind it. Oh, you do. You need a little more Christmas yeah. than that. Uh-huh. But it's a pretty, it's a good smell. Uh-huh. You can almost like do that more like in a bedroom. Yes. A holiday bedroom. Spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then keep the Fraser fur out in the living room. Out in the den. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I walked in one day, and Dean was like, it smells like a forest in here. I was like, yeah, Dean. Welcome to Christmas. This is Christmas. We are now a winter wonderland. And then what are you going to do New Year's this year? Uh, are you trying to make plans? Or? The pressure behind New Year's. No, we keep it we keep it real easy mm-hmm, on New Year's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do a little something at home. I get the sparkling grape juice for the kids. We do a New Year's resolution list that I've rented off of Etsy or Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Something I want to do, something I want to try, something I want to read, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And we just do those little things and then like literally have pizza or something like yes. that and watch the show. And Will you stay up till midnight? Oh yeah. We'll yeah. stay up till midnight. So yeah. it's good about being central time. You can watch New York. Yeah. <laughs> and you can be in bed by 11. Oh, I used to. I would tell say, my girls like it's midnight. I know. In China. And it would be like 3.30 in the yes. afternoon. Good night, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's going to go ahead and turn in. They were like, but they're not speaking our language. It's fine. It's fine. It's New Year. Yeah. It's New Year. <laughs> Happy holidays. Wrap it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> time to pack it all what up. What about you? Um, I don't think I'm going to do anything. I mean, I'm kind of like you. I like to be home. I feel like really old when I say this, but like, I don't want to be out with all the crazies on the yeah, Year's Eve. Yeah, agree. Me You know, either. I don't yeah. want to be on the road. I don't want to be out at a bar mm-hmm. for sure or mm-hmm. anything like that or even mm-hmm. a restaurant. I just, mm-mm. I want to be at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just controlling everything controlling at home. Controlling everything at home. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you do with your girls? And they like to watch the ball drop and all that, too. All the, the shows, entertainment. It is fun. Oh, yeah. You know. See if Mariah Carey makes like an, you know. <laughs> Somebody like, Is she going to come this year? Yeah, what happened last year? Was last year the crazy? Somebody I always. No, there's always. Jenny McCarthy always yeah. does something wrong. Yeah, she always falls off the back of the stage yes. or something. It's always good to see who just like makes a complete fool of themselves <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Yes, yeah. <laughs> But as always, when we wrap up the year, we always get a little sentimental here at Southern about what kind of year that we've had. It's just been a good one. It has been a great year. Yeah. Our getaway this year was fantastic. Fantastic. Fairhope was awesome. It was so fun to get to see everybody. And I will be thinking about everybody over the holidays. You know, know, the tour this summer of all the cities that we went to for the Um, webisodes. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah. Oxford. Yeah. Jackson, Mississippi. So fun. It fun. feels like a long time ago. I know. And we were gone for like seven days. <laughs> so it was a lot. By the end of it, we didn't speak for three weeks after that. <laughs> but that was fun. And then just all the guests that we've had on that just told their stories and we've gotten to know. It's just, it's fun. It's been a great year. Yeah. yeah. Big stuff coming up next year. Next year. More exciting guests and a lot happening with getaways and events for us. So... Cheers to 2023 for Say It Southern. That's right. For all of you. Stay Thanks tuned. Thanks for listening. Bye.